Welcome to The Observer Effect, a podcast of travel stories. Each week we hope to bring you a conversation with someone we meet overseas, and at least one good story. Yes, we are in Torre del Oro, which was a former Arabic tower for, in order to defend Sevilla from foreign invaders. <laughs> Did you know all that? <laughs> uh, it's just about general information of Sevilla, but it's more about the history of the city, okay. which was mid-Arabic and mid-European. Okay. Actually, we need to move to the other yeah. side. Sorry, the wind is too strong. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's try to sit yeah. here. Okay, let's try this again. <laughs> yes. Uh, actually, so first thing I'd like you to do, can you describe yourself? Yes. For the listeners, Manfredi, what do you look like? All right. I look like adventurous, <laughs> not so old, <laughs> like a 23-year-old guy. Wait, that's what you look like or that's what you are? Uh, that's how I am. Okay. But <laughs> how I look like... Uh, you mean my personality or uh, appearance? Okay, okay. The, so you give a picture to the yeah, listeners. Yeah, okay. Imagining it. Yeah, okay. So uh, quite tall, like 190, and wait, one, wear, one meter ninety. Yeah, one meter ninety. Yeah. Yes, and uh, a pair of glasses, which I have to stand with, and the, how would you describe the pattern on the glasses? Uh, Rounded one. I mean, is it tortoiseshell or? Uh, I don't know. It's ju- it, yeah. It's, it's kind of black and orange. Yeah, black clear. and orange glasses. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> big smile. Yeah, always a big smile. It's important to smile. Okay. And again, can you describe what we're looking at right now? Yes, we're looking at the front side of cathedral from the Torre del Oro. Do you know what that means in English? Uh, yes, it means uh, yeah, the front side. You mean? I mean Torre del Oro. Uh, Torre del Oro. Yeah, it's the golden tower. Yeah. Or the gilded tower, I would say. <laughs> nice translation. It's in the middle of the two. Uh, and we're on the top. Yes, we are on uh, the top. And I'm not surprised at your translation because you speak four okay. languages, right? Okay. Yes, yes, of course. <laughs> what languages do you speak? I speak Italian, Spanish, English, and French. Okay. Why? Uh, because I find it really useful in order to meet new people. And let's think, for example, about French guys. If you don't speak French, it's impossible you can focus on a friendship with them. Jealous means about proud, pride 
just the general French that you can speak in Paris, in Toulouse, in Nice, wherever. So, speaking French allows you to talk to French people? Yes. <laughs> if not, it's impossible. Sorry if somebody, somebody who is French is listening, but that's the main problem about French people. And I met a few, that's why I'm stating it. Are Italians that way about their language? Italians are, I wouldn't define them as jealous of the language, like I define French guys, but mm, it's not that important to speak Italian in order to know new Italians. It's more about our culture, our literature, our work, art masterpiece. Uh, so Italian it's a good instrument, I would say, to discover it better. Are Italians really open to travel and going out? Especially yes. from your hometown? Yes. You're from Bologna. Well, I would say um, in general they are, but in some cities like mine, I can't define them as open-minded to travel. To yeah. travel or to travelers? To travelers. Okay. What about to travel? Do people from Bologna to like to travel? Yeah, I think I'm exceptional, but then they used to have some trips outside of their hometown, which is not the weekend trip, but it's more about mm, like summer trips and whatever. But it's more about, I think, it's more about just mm, staying few days away from the town and to discover other places to go. What makes you exceptional? Um, my exception is that I can't stand to stay in one place more than six months. So I wouldn't define it as a problem, but more as something that features me. Something that what? Features me. Features you? Yeah. What do you mean? Um, that characterizes me. Ah, ah see, see. Okay. I, I see. Uh, where did that come from? Uh, Why? Are you escaping something? No, I don't think so. But it's just that I like to discover new places, to explore. Uh, so it's something related to my personality, maybe. Uh, it's more about than hide variety of people I've met in my life and mm, what enriches me it's more about um, facing new cultures, new traditions, new habits. It's more about this. What kind of traveler are you? Uh, I think I'm an explorer but also uh, uh, just a guy who likes history Heroes from books? Someone you model yourself after? Uh, well, yes. Why not? Let's say it's. I wouldn't define him as a traveler, but let's say that when um, Hemingway describes the old man in the sea, I think it's a kind of romantic feeling that sometimes travelers should try or taste at least. Why? Because it's. Mm, more about unknown world, 
discover, to set up in a new place. That's what most reaches a traveler. So, the reason I wanted to interview yeah. you is, well, I guess I asked before, but the reason I really wanted to interview mm -hmm. you is because you called yourself Bilbo Baggins. Oh, yes. Yes, that's another, that's another character that defines me as a traveler. Because, like, um, when I read the first time The Hobbit, describes the adventure of a teenager in the world, like new things to discover, new habit to try. But also, Bilbo Baggins, it's more about a fantastic tale of real life, of how friendship is, of um, like these external things that reaches really a trip everywhere. But it is fantasy, isn't it? I mean, most people yes. don't uh, follow Bilbo. What, yeah. what called you? Why, why did you answer the call? Well, I answered the call because when I read about the friendship and the loyalty that people uh, had set in the book with the dwarf, which were uh, really unknown people and like But the loyalty is what makes a friendship and also trust. It's what really friendship is. So that's why I venture to call people. Because everybody should do it. I'm gonna press on that a little bit just because personally I struggle with the tension in travel between making friendships with new people like you and the fact that in order to do that, in order to travel, you have to sever so many important relationships yes. at home. Yes. So, can you explain more how travel... What, it's strange to me that you say travel promotes loyalty. Yeah, I think that um, it's up to the people you meet and it's up to your personality to uh, create new relationships. So every time I've traveled in a new country and of course the really first day, the really beginning has been really challenging to me but then when I tasted these new cultures, these new opportunities to meet these people and also to keep their in touch with, uh, that's a really good remembering about every trip I made, uh, about a special person I met. And so the relationship was built in this kind of, this really not high amount of time, but in this period. Can you tell about any relationship or travel experience that might have changed you? Yes, of course. Uh, the most challenging one has been in Barcelona, because this was a really I've been traveling in Spain lots of times, but Barcelona was really challenging for me as I didn't know about Catalan culture and Catalan people. They're not used to be the same Spanish as you can meet in the south, there in Sevilla. They're more um, like 
difficult. We make a difficult effort to spend uh, a word in Spanish. <laughs> so to communicate with them, even though they were Spanish, has been difficult. And then yes, uh, the challenging experience was about a night out where when I miss my friends. had my wallet and it was in the middle of nowhere in a city that I didn't know and I had to come back. So finally I find my way casually. How? Uh, just because of the statue of Cristobal Colón which is in Playa de Barceloneta. <laughs> and then I... Wait, I, what did it feel like when you saw it? Like were you walking through alleys or open spaces? I was, I was just on the beach because I was going out from a club and yes, I was just walking, I thought it was the right direction, and then, yes, I've seen the statue of Colon as a miracle, I don't know how to describe <laughs> it, but yes, that's what, uh, so, I mean, you were my lucky thing, it. my lucky thing. You, you had seen it many times before, yes, so it just appeared, yeah, yeah, guided you. And yes, Columbus finally yes, Bible. like the star of the Navigants, <laughs> the polar star for the Navigants. So from there you were able to... Yes. Yes. So, well, how did that change you? Uh, well, it was the first time that I didn't have my phone to collect information about my position and how to reach my home door. So that was the most challenging thing, is that I've been growing up in the generation 2.0, so always about iPads, iPhones, and ways of, of course, orientate people and uh, don't get lost in a foreign city. But then this was the first time that I forgot my phone, I forgot my wallet, so I was without money, without phone, and I felt like I was an explorer in the 16th century, of course, without a phone, without a wallet, just with his own uh, self-orientation. Thank you so much. As Manfredi reminds us, not all those who wander are lost, a gem of a quotation buried in J.R.R. Tolkien. Thanks for listening, and thank you to Dana Boulay for the music. Please check out kiva.org to see how you can make a loan, a small loan, that can make a big difference on the other side of the world. <laughs>